Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to opening day for the Professional League of Baseball. We are here in Woonsocket, Rhode Island at Ocean State Job Lots Park. I'm Dan Santarillo, and with me, as always, is former player, manager, and broadcasting legend, Boom Donaldson. Boom. Dan, it's a pleasure to be here, and is there any better feeling than opening day? There is no better feeling, the possibilities... Dan, I challenge you to name one better feeling than opening day and remember dan there are yeah. kids listening uh a good a good meal with the ones you love not as good as opening day that's baseball true. baby amen i'm with you uh maybe maybe a world series would be nice but that appears to be far off for these one socket blackstones who last year once again finished under 500 for the 20th time in the last 26 seasons. The sold-out crowd here in Woonsocket sure thinks that this could be our year, and I'm right there with them, Dan. They're hungry for some wins. Now, many of our listeners may have noticed that we didn't broadcast a single game during the 2017 season. Uh, You didn't miss a whole lot. There were some wins. There were some losses. The Dallas Cheesemakers won the Baseball Championship Series. That's right, Dan. Dallas had a remarkable season led by their young star pitcher, Enrique Federico. Enrique Federico. He pitched every game of the playoffs. That was fantastic. I've never seen stamina like that, Dan. I wish we had a guy like that. His body, Dan, is an absolute marvel. I couldn't stop staring at it when he was on the mound. Yeah, I mean, he he's tiny. Dan, I couldn't stop staring at him. Okay. I'm telling you. Yeah. It made me question everything. If Enrique Federico is opening up doors for you, Boom, that is, that's good. Well, of that's course he'd be opening soul. up doors for me. He's a gentleman, Dan. I suppose <laughs> I should explain to the listeners why exactly we didn't broadcast, shouldn't I, Dan? I think that would be nice. Well, there's no easy way to say this, but old Boom decided that He was getting the short end of the stick from uh, ownership here. I held out. I held out, Dan, for more cash. And it uh, it lasted the whole season because they they weren't going to pay you as much as the players. I value myself, Dan, and that's a good lesson for any young broadcasters out there. Know your worth. I'm easily worth as much as a player. Boom's going to get what's his, Dan. You can count on that. I understand. And the fact that we're here today is a testament to that. We're back, baby, and I'm paid up. Boom got his. I, unfortunately, no, no, no contract negotiations were, were conducted for me over the offseason. Um, I'll actually be selling T-shirts after the game in the parking lot, Dan. Mm-hmm. They're going to say on the front, Boom got his. On the back, a picture of my face done by local caricature artist Mario Johnson. Mario's work is terrific. can be found in most local restaurants. Yeah, I see you're, you're holding up... Uh, one of the t-shirts now that's a it's really a flattering character often caricatures are are you know you you look less handsome in them but this appears to make you look like a golden god i told him to make me look like my favorite actor uh, matthew mcconaughey okay yeah i, I love his it. work in those lincoln ads oh yeah yeah he's he's been in a few films as well that uh well you, you i haven't enjoy. seen those but with my new contract i am now the proud owner of a 2013 Gently used Lincoln XKE. What do you say we uh, get ready to announce this game, which is now going to start here in Woonsocket, where the Blackstones are taking on the Bay Area Algorithms. Algorithms are a tough team, Dan. This should be a fun way to start the season, wouldn't you say? That's true. And hoping to turn around what wasn't unfortunate last season is new player manager 
That's right, Blackstone's legend, Tim Carroll. Not That's really Timmy the move Carroll. of the offseason. The best there ever was, the best there ever will be at his position. His swing is like a thousand freight trains thundering down the tracks. His eyes like deep pools of love. Yeah. Now let's announce the lineups for the Bay Area Algorithms who are coming up first here in the uh, top of the first inning. Batting first, we've got third baseman Maverick Cameron. He'll be followed by Matt Evans at first base. Matt Davids, the DH, batting third. Matt Michaels in left field. That's a lot of Matt's, Dan. That's three straight Matt's. Brandon Tracy will be at second base. Lane Hackett, the right fielder, batting sixth. Blake Matthews, the shortstop. Now that Cal- was another Matt, but that one was the last name, Dan. Sort of buried Matt in that a one. secret mat. Batting eighth, Kelly Blakely, the catcher, and up ninth is Parker Peterson in center field. Now these guys, you know, you got to admire the algorithms coming out of the Bay Area, the Silicon Valley influence. You can really feel it. The advanced metrics they're using are just unbelievable. I think uh, the other teams in the league should really take note, Dan. These are a lot of guys who were overlooked in the draft, but are prepared to put up some big numbers, I believe. They really, they play grinded out baseball they know what it takes to score runs exactly hits they get a lot of hits a lot of hits Dan and they're not getting hits in the conventional ways we're talking a lot of bunts a lot of cheap trickery a lot of three stooges routines blinding the catcher if the catcher can't see it's very difficult for him to call a good game impossible it's next to impossible Dan I honestly think the umps should should look into this. The league really should look into all the Three Stooges trickery. It's absurd, but that's the advanced metrics that they're working with. They know that the fewer things the catcher can see, the higher the odds or lower the odds. I'm not really sure how odds work, Dan. As a rich man, I no longer need to worry about the ponies. I mean, just from up here in the booth, I can see a a banana peel in the back pocket of Matt Evans as he's warming up down there. And I can only imagine what he's going to do with that. The umps must just get a kick out of it. Otherwise, you'd think they would intervene. On the mound for the Blackstones is Jumbo Payne, uh, a second-year pitcher. This kid can throw some heaters down. He sure can. He is a fireballer. Came up through the Blackstone system and has really taken the team by storm. They're hoping for a lot from him in, here in his uh, sophomore campaign. All right, so we're about to get underway with the first pitch coming up to Maverick Cameron as he steps into the box. It is a strike high in the zone, and... Boom, we have another season of baseball underway. And how about that? A great way to start the season with a beautiful first pitch from Jumbo Payne. He is a big boy, Dan. I cannot help but notice how absolutely enormous he is. A a stark contrast to uh, Dallas Cheesemaker star Enrique Federico, who is, of course, tiny. So, so small. By comparison. Uh, Both skinny and short. It's remarkable to see the wide array of sizes in this league, Dan. It wasn't like that when I played. Everyone was the same size. Do you remember that, Dan? Everyone was the exact same size. I wasn't around for it, but I did read that during the 1954 season, every player was 5'5". It was remarkable. We were all 5'5", 116 pounds. Every last one of us. You've packed on a couple since then, huh, Boom? Well, life's been good to me, Dan. It sure has. Why stay skinny? Honestly, I wish Jumbo would take a little less time between pitches. He's ready for the second pitch of the game. Here's the pitch, lined for a single into right center field, and Maverick Cameron is on base to start this one. All right, Jumbo, now you've taken about 10 minutes to throw two pitches. Let's settle down and uh, get back to business here. Matt Evans stepping into the box. Evans, the first baseman who hit 15 home runs in his first 20 games last year for the algorithms. Real hot start for the rookie. Hot start and, and a hot face. He really 
It looks like you can see the sweat pouring off of him. He must be nervous, huh, Dan? I think he he probably is a little nervous. It's his first opening day with the team, but he uh, is dripping out there. He sure is. One of the one of the ball boys should uh, should go towel him off. I don't think they're going to do that in the middle of the at bat, but uh, it, it, it isn't it, right to leave a man that wet. It is not right, Dan, to leave a man soaking wet in the batter's box when there are ample towels. Here's the 1-0 pitch. It's a soft grounder down the third baseline. Nathan Duquette is charging. A Come on, Dukey. Bare hands it, fires to first. Not in time. We've got runners on first and second after a pair of singles here in the top of the first inning. Jumbo Payne tough. already into a, into a little bit of trouble. Solid play, not Dukey's fault. Not Dukey's fault at all. Just Matt Evans had some real speed hustling down the line. Perhaps his his sweaty slickness helped him get out of the box a little bit quicker. He was out of that box before I could even say, Whoa, Dukey, come on, Dukey, you got to throw him out. Which, granted, is a long sentence, but still. That, again, goes back to their advanced metrics. I mean, these guys know what they're doing. They The wetness, turns out, was intentional. He slid out of the box like a slip and slide. He basically, I don't know if you saw that, Dan, he slid basically from the box to first base. Uh, more of their silly antics. I'm sorry I did overlook saying that to our, to our listeners while announcing the original play, but he did slip and slide most of the way to first base. Matt Evans, I think uh, making, a, making a play to be one of your new favorite players here, Boom, you really like his style out there. I, I love how wet he is, Dan. Matt David's stepping up into Another the plate. Matt. Let's see if this Matt is as wet. This Matt is the designated hitter. He doesn't look as wet. He, does. Uh, he almost he looks remarkably dry. Here's the first pitch to Matt David's. That ball's hit through the left side on the ground. Maverick Cameron coming around third. He's going to oh. score. Matt Evans to third base. And Matt Davids puts the first run on the board for the Bay Area algorithms, giving them a 1-0 lead before Jumbo Payne has recorded an out. Come on, Stones. you got to step up. We've got Matt Michaels coming to the box. Another Matt Michaels. Matt. That's remarkable. He's man. the left fielder here. That's right. It is pretty remarkable. The first pitch The heart is of the order. It's all Matt's. A strike on the inside part of the plate. That's true. Boom. They do have, appear to have isolated all their mats in the middle of the order. There must be something about mats that they're, they're looking for. I think it goes back to the advanced metrics that the algorithms are employing. They know that three mats in the heart of the order gives them a higher statistical odds of one mat connecting on a hit. It's, it's very possible that players with, with more exciting names such as, uh, you know, Mike or Ethan are... are Ethan. <laughs> now that's an exciting name, Dan. Not enough Ethans in this league. I've been saying it since 1989. You've been looking for more Ethans in the league. It is true. That's one of your tenets of baseball that there should be more Ethans. Boy, now, if I could put a team together, Dan, if I was a GM. Yeah, what, what, what would be the first thing you're looking for in a player putting together a team here as the second pitch is a ball just outside to Matt Michaels? Well, I'm liking the, what these algorithms are doing, so I would have a lineup chock full of mats. That's eight mats in the lineup because that way the odds are so much better that a mat is going to get a hit. If everyone on the team is named Matt, and then to round out the nine-person lineup, I'd have an Ethan, of course. One Ethan and eight Matts. That's, to you, the most important part of a lineup well, as Matt Michaels it, fouls one back. If you really think about it, you want your players to get hits, don't you? Yes, absolutely. Of course you do. And if they're all named Matt, someone named Matt is going to get a hit. Yeah. Every game in the box score, you'll see a Matt with a hit. Precisely, and that's good for morale. We all know that baseball is as much of a head game as anything. If you strike fear into the heart of your opponents, Dan, with an army of mats at your back, yep. you've got the keys to success. All you have to do is turn them and let that baby turn over. 
just like your new 2013 it's not Lincoln. not new, Dan. I don't want to mislead the gently listeners. Used. It's gently used. I bought it from a local mattress king, Raymond O'Halligan. Here's the pitch from Jumbo Payne, and it has popped up behind the plate. Sam Sklar goes to get it, and Sklar takes off his mask and tosses it. Atta boy, Sammy. He also appears to be taking off his chest protector. He's Man, what's taking he off his, his, his knee pads here as well. He appears to be stripping all the way, not just his mask, as he goes for this pop-up. And a naked Sam Sklar makes the grab. My God. Wow. Sam Sklar appears to have gotten the ball rolling, throwing his mask to the side, and just didn't stop disrobing. Look at the size of that wood, Dan. My wow. goodness. We gotta get a bat boy out here to carry that thing. Matt Michaels does use the largest bat in the professional league of baseball. That is true. Well, I just call him like I see him, Dan, and that is some absolutely fascinating technology he's got out there. We're taking a moment here for Sklar to put his clothes back on as we've got one out here in the top of the first what inning. What was he thinking, Dan? I, uh, You know, catchers do suffer a lot of head injuries being back there. Do you think that maybe it's taken its toll on Sam Sklar, who's in his sixth year in the league? That's true. A six years in catcher years is like 13 years if you're an outfield player. That's a good you point. You don't get a lot of action. Wow, I, I had never actually heard heard that stat before. People are not discussing the plight of the catcher. Everyone's focused on football players and their wow. CTE, but how about catcher TE? You know, Boom, I think you might actually be onto something there. This is a real problem, and I think if a personality like you shines some light on it, it's it's going to be really worthwhile to, to helping catchers. Well, that's not going to leave me much time to focus on my other charitable enterprises, Dan. I can't spread myself too thin. As you know, during the, uh, the previous season when I sat out, I started a Bitcoin charity in which yeah. I was able to uh, start providing cryptocurrency to the homeless population here in Woonsocket. Yeah, there. I I read a news story about that and how uh, you know their their lack of access to the technology to access their Bitcoin was uh, made it seem like it could have possibly been a scam. Boom! Though I I would never level that allegation in your direction as well, Dan, Brandon uh, Brandon Tracy steps into the box here. We can discuss later, but uh, I would not scam the homeless. Uh, I've been providing Doge coins and Ethereum coins, which are trading currently at. Upwards of $1,500 per coin, I've been providing them to worthy candidates in the homeless community here in Woonsocket. Brandon Tracy takes a fastball high and outside. Excellent. Look at that. High and outside. That seems to be where Jumbo Payne is living these days. Yeah, it's not exactly where you want to be living, Boom. He's only recorded the one out and has been throwing a lot of balls. Jumbo Payne's set to deliver the second pitch, and that's a strike on the inside corner of the plate with a change up there. Brandon Tracy, the longtime utility man for the algorithms, earned the starting second baseman spot in this year's spring training. Here he is with Jumbo Payne set to deliver the third pitch. And that's a strike, swinging at a fastball up and away. All right, Jumbo. And Jumbo Payne back on the rubber, ready to deliver. Delivers a swinging strike three. Got him on a curveball down and in. Brandon Tracy is out of there, and we have two outs here in the top of the first inning. What a breaking ball by Jumbo Payne. If that is a new addition to his arsenal, he could be a dangerous weapon this season for the Blackstones. I couldn't agree more. We've got two runners on. Runners on the corners with Lane Hackett stepping up into the batter's box. Lane Hackett's the right fielder here for the algorithms, and he takes ball down and away. Lane Hackett is one of the chief proponents of the algorithm's advanced metrics system. He has an endless array of tricks up his sleeve. I've uh, even heard rumors that uh, he's got all sorts of pockets and hooks 
cut into his uniform where he keeps all manner of props, such as handshake buzzers, which he's frequently pranking the umpires with, uh, flowers that squirt water, or sometimes even Gatorade, and all other manner of clownish props. Lane Hackett takes a strike down the middle. Oh, no! Lane has acted as though he was hit by the pitch and now pulls a prop baseball, and st he's sticking it to his side as though he was hit by the pitch, and it's stuck into his side. And the umpire is buying it. The umpire is not only buying it, he is loving it. I've never seen an umpire react this delightedly to a hit-by-pitch ruse. The umpire, Dave Brenneman, is cracking up as he awards... He's losing it, Dan. He awards Lane Hackett first base to load the bases. I can't believe that was... That was a strike boost. This is a troubling trend in the league, and the algorithms are at the forefront, Dan. It really is unsettling to see so much japery finding its way into our noble game. A terrible way to start the season. It's leaving a bad taste in my mouth already with Blake Matthews stepping into the box here, the shortstop for the algorithms. I just hope we can have a clean at bat here with Blake Matthews as he takes a ball high and away. Now, Dan, uh, back to the um, bad taste in your mouth. That could be due to the uh, chemical plant that was recently built right outside the stadium. I mean, the zoning battle is ongoing, but the noxious fumes do seem to be pouring into the stands at an alarming rate. It's really a shame, but that does bring us to our first promotion of the season. If you come to our next home game, it is gas mask night here at the park. We're going to be providing gas masks so that the fumes do not result in any sort of epileptic fit or psychotropic meltdown in the stands. One of those rare event nights where we ask you to give back the gas mask at the end because we are going to need to use them later in the season. You cannot take them home. You will be flagged and hunted by park it's, security. It will be a coat check sort of system. Uh, you're going to be assigned a number. We'll explain it as the date approaches. Just something to keep in mind, fans. With the bases loaded, Blake Matthews is in there. He swings, hits a ground into third base. Dookie scoops it up, Attaboy, steps Dookie. on third for the third out of the inning, and the Blackstones escape without further damage. It is one to nothing, Bay Area algorithms, as we head to the bottom of the first inning. What would you say if I told you that Chevy was the most awarded car of 2017? I'd say that's pretty great for Chevy. Now imagine if they had won not just one award, but two. Oh, there's another car, rising from the ground underneath the first one. Neat! But what if that wasn't all? What if they won eight awards? I see. You're representing these visually by stacking eight cars. Nice! And what if it was the perfect car for your family? Mom? Taylor? What are you doing all the way up there? They locked me in this car and I can't get down. What is this? It's a family car. We had to put your family in it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are headed into the bottom of the fourth here at Ocean State Job Lots Park with the Blackstones trailing the Bay Area algorithms 5-2. to two. In the first inning, the algorithms picked up a run. The Blackstones answered with a two-run single from Zelio Tapazzini in the bottom of the first. The algorithms got a couple more in the third and a couple in the fourth on a Brandon Tracy two-run double. And that brings us to 5-2 to two here as we head into the bottom of the fourth. Zelio Tapazzini, Barney Gilligan, and Sam Sklar headed up to bat this inning. Zelio steps in against the algorithms pitcher Cliff Fisher. Now, for a long time, I thought it was Fish Cliffer. Recently, I was corrected at a charity function, and I was furious. They had to remove me from the premises. Well, I hope the kids are okay at the charity event, but... 
you don't correct a man at a charity event. Especially when you were presenting an award to Cliff Fisher. If Fish I Clifford correctly. is a better name, Dan. I think we can both agree on that. If Fish Clifford's parents are listening, I want to tell you right now that you made a mistake. Now, they did not choose their last name. I'll remind you of this. However, uh, heading forwards with your own team of an army of mats and a single Ethan, I do think a Fish Clifford has a spot in the starting rotation. Oh, absolutely. He's got the first three spots. Might wear out his arm a bit, but... Well, it didn't uh, wear out Enrico Federico. Which I'm pretty sure was his name. I think it might have been Enrique, Dan, but who can recall? What's an E or an O among friends? Zelio Tapazzini in the box, and he... There he is. Lifts a soft line drive that falls into left field for a base hit. Zelio's on to lead off the bottom of the fourth inning. Doesn't Zelio have some pep in his step, Dan? Ever since he got that sandwich named after him at Manzini Subs down on 3rd Street, he is on top of the world. The Tapazzini is one of my favorite menu items at Manzino's. It is uh, tuna fish, black forest ham. And that's it on a rye bread. That's it. Rye bread, tuna fish, black forest ham, and that's it. Yep. They let Zelio craft that one himself. We all know Zelio uh, likes the sauce. All right, all right Boom. We, we, sh- we really shouldn't uh, delve too much into their personal lives. This isn't, isn't TMZ Sports, the television show. If the Blackstones hit a triple in this game, you could head down to Manzini's and get a free Zelio. And again, that was tuna, Black Forest ham, I don't, I don't actually bread. S- I don't see this ad written in front of you somewhere. Is this, well, it's Boom's Treat. I don't know if yeah. you heard, Dan, but I am swimming in Benjamins like I am a shark in a $100 pool. I have no doubt you can place a call. And Barney Gilligan stepping up to bat. The right fielder for the Blackstones had an off year last year after signing a big contract the year before. He hit 240. Yes, he did. nine home runs. But you know what? Nine home runs in the right place can be critical to a team's success. That's All right, that's true. He takes a strike. Right over the heart of the plate. Now, here's something, Boom, I, I, I did want to address with you. Um, people are saying that the ball might be juiced. There's there's a theory out there that these baseballs that they've been using for the past couple of years are, in fact, pink bouncy balls. Are you familiar with those that have just been painted white with, uh, with red stripes on them? It's absolutely despicable, Dan. Back in my day, do you have any idea how hard we worked for every home run? I do. I, the they, balls were heavy, Dan. They called it the bad ball era. The balls were bad, Dan. They the were flat. The balls were awful. It was like trying to hit a pancake 390 feet to deep right. Times sure have changed. It was unbelievable. And now these kids today are playing with juiced balls. It makes me sick to my stomach. Steroids and juiced balls. The pitch from Cliff Fitcher and Fish Barney. Fish Clifford. Smacks it to deep right field. Hey, speaking of a juice ball, that's off the wall and right. Tapazzini's going to stop at third, and Barney Gilligan's in there with a no-outs double. We've got runners on second and third, nobody out. Zelio probably could have made it home if he weren't so stuffed to the gills with tuna fish sandwiches. I sure hope that's not the case. I really hope Zelio's getting himself in, in game shape here. I hope so, but... Doesn't look like it, Dan, does it? He is winded there on the bag. He does appear. He's he's grabbing both of his knees, uh, bent over. Sam Sklar stepping up to bat. Now, Boom, it, it sounds like you feel as though the ball is juiced. I mean, Dan, we've seen an uptick in homers, haven't we? We certainly have. And what do you attribute that to? It's not like the pitchers have gotten worse. It's not like the hitters have gotten more skilled. It's the ball, Dan. The ball's juiced. You can see it. I know a it's lot of pink. people that agree with you. You can see when the, when the sweat... From the pitcher, touches the ball, or it perhaps, runs off the paint. Perhaps from Matt Evans. Matt Evans, one of the sweatiest guys in the league. These guys are not even trying to hide the fact that the ball's juiced. It's clearly a Penzi Pinky ball, Dan. I used to play hit the penny with it with my buddies before the war. 
And the war obviously changed everything, Dan. The war changed everything. It often comes back to the war here on WOON, the Blackstones Radio Network, and Sam Sklar takes a ball that bounces in the dirt in front of the plate. I lost good friends, Dan, and now these guys are using a Penzi Pinky to smack homers every which way. It isn't right. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't see the, the correlation. Well, I see things, terrible things, Dan, every time I close my eyes. Now, the fact that these guys are using a Penzi Pinky ball, which is not only smaller than a regulation ball, but infinitely lighter, Dan, the ball is juiced, and the game is corrupted. As Sklar fouls this pitch off to the right side. Ooh, looks like a fan almost made the nice catch there, but instead it hit him in the belly. Back in my day, we used to hit balls that were so heavy, you would be lucky to even get it out of the infield. Wow, uh, and that's why speed was such an important factor for a 116-pound, five-foot... Precisely, we were like jockeys, Dan. We were like jockeys. We'd ride each other around the base. <laughs> People don't know about this, Dan, because there weren't TV cameras capturing the action like there are now. There were no advanced metrics like the algorithms are using. Absolutely not, Dan. We would be hitting balls that were so deflated and flat it was like trying to hit a piece of clay... We couldn't get it past the uh, infield, let alone over the fence, Dan. So you'd hop on the back of your teammate and run around the bases. It was both delightful and exhilarating, Dan, and times have certainly changed. Well, we always appreciate your, the insight that your many years in the game bring as Sklar swings, and he grounds this one back up the middle for a base hit. Tapazzini comes in to score. Gilligan's rounding third. He's headed home. The Blackstones are suddenly only down by one thanks to a two-run single from Sam Sklar here in the fourth. And you know what, Dan? If the juiced ball helps our cause, then juice away. It's a double-edged sword. Randy Dominique steps up to bat. He was a longtime minor leaguer, of course. All of our listeners will remember who uh, finally got his break with the Blackstones last year. He's 27 years old, here for his first opening day, and uh, we're, we're really rooting for Randy Dominique, the Blackstones' second baseman. Now, back to the double-edged sword, Dan. If right. I could insert a quick plug for my good friend John Montgomery. Uh, he recently opened a vintage sword shop here in One Socket, and let me tell you, the selection is absolutely remarkable. They're open Monday to Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's an hour you get in there, you can peruse for about a half hour, and then uh, you'll be challenged to a duel. If you win, you get the sword for free. And there are double-edged swords. Who are, who are you dueling? Samurai Katanas. Oh, my good friend John Montgomery, the proprietor. And, and he's never, has, he, has John Montgomery He has lost? never lost. Okay, so but it sounds like a tough... Uh, it's not fatal. No one's, no one's getting And now what's the name of this hurt. place again? Uh, John Montgomery's store is called Swords and Swords. This is Swords and Swords out on Railroad Street in Woonsocket. Railroad Street, you can head down 11 to noon, Monday to Friday, and the selection is absolutely remarkable if you're in the market for a vintage sword, which I know many Woonsocket residents are in these troubled times. Randy Dominique uh, puts down the bunt and pulls it back and takes a strike right down the middle there. I, I don't think Randy's really going to be bunting here with Sam Sklar on the base path. I don't... Don't think he's going to do too much. He's not ex an exceptionally fast player, but we'll see. But he's got uh, heart, and sometimes a heart that beats passionately in your chest can be even more important than a pair of speedy legs, Dan, wouldn't you say? In many cases, yes. In baseball, I would not. Almost certainly not, Dan. Uh, yeah, almost certainly not, and All that right. is what we're, what we're watching here. Cliff Fisher delivers the pitch. Randy Dominique does bunt. He lays it down. Unbelievable. Sacrifice bunt down the third baseline, throws for the out at first, and Sklar advances to second on the sack bunt. Unconventional play here. Playing small ball, Dan. player manager Tim Carroll. 
That's the minor league heart of a champion. That's a good point. He does it. He might have gotten used to that in the minors, but here with the juice ball, I might say swing away. Swing away with the juice ball, but if the bunt's going to get results, then why not? When you mix the passion of a minor leaguer with the tactics of a baseball legend like Tim Carroll, mm-hmm. you have a recipe for success. We seem to be in good spot here in the bottom of the fourth. Tying run on second with Stanley Thomas the third coming up. He showed some pop in his bat. 26 homers last year. Takes a strike. That one was in the low and outside corner of the plate. Now this guy is a big swinger. And you gotta love that, Dan. He's uh, swinging for the fences every time. I most certainly do. And uh, we actually have a treat here, Boom. Derb, we were trying to interview player manager Tim Carroll between innings. Couldn't figure out his mic then. Figured it out now. He's ready to hop on for an interview in the middle of the inning, Fantastic. despite being on in the hole. He's coming up this inning. Timmy, Timmy, can you hear us? Yep, I can hear you. Timmy, it's Boom. Hey, Boom. Timmy, Boom here in the booth. Hi, Boom. It's Tim. Boom Donaldson. Yep, he can hear us. He he can hear us there. Boom, What you, you got a question for Tim? Timmy, I want to know what was going through your head when you called that bunt. Well, I had kind of forgotten about bunts during the offseason, so when I just remembered them, I decided we should bunt right now just to shake things up. I don't want to give away too many of the tricks here, but what what's the bunt sign? What do you what do you say to convey that message when you feel like it's the uh, right play? Dan, that's make? a dangerous question. Okay, all right. But all Timmy, right. seriously, what is the sign? I just yelled bunt. Great. That's quite fascinating. And uh, Stanley Thomas, we missed the first pitch there, but it's uh, it's now 0-2 as he takes the second strike. Now, Tim, anything we can look forward to this season that maybe will be a departure from previous Blackstone seasons? Definitely a lot more home runs. Been working with the guys on just smashing the crap out of the ball. Uh, you know, going to try to get into the other team's heads a lot too. Um, you know, maybe I'll take the starter out after two pitches. Sometimes I might throw the guy all week long. You never know. And how do you think you'll be able to, to juggle the responsibilities of being both a player and a manager? Honestly, to me, they don't really conflict. Uh, you know, as a player, I just go up there and swing the bat. Um, but as a manager, I just say what the order is and then... If the pitcher starts sucking, I just call for a different one. Stanley Thomas, the count is now 2-2, two and two, and he swings and misses for strike three. Uh, he was way out in front of that changeup from Cliff Fisher. We have two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. Timmy, Timmy, this guy Fish Clifford's giving you a hard time out there, isn't he? What are you going to do to answer back? I'm probably going to hit a dinger off of him. Bones McKinney, the hot shot shortstop, stepping up for the Blackstones. No question their best player last year. Bones McKinney is a living legend, Dan, and we are absolutely privileged to watch him in his prime. I couldn't agree more. This kid has special days ahead of him, and in fact, we might be experiencing one right now. And do you know why they call him Bones, Dan? It's actually quite fascinating. Uh, 2-0 to Bones McKinney. Why, why is that, Boom? Well, the normal human body has 268 bones. We all know that. And are you sure this isn't a good story for when we aren't interviewing the manager? Tim, I have a quick question for you about Bones McKinney. No, wait. Tell us why. All right. Well, Dan, do, it's it's do what you're going to do. He's got extra bones, Dan. Wow. Where? You, you ruined the story. I didn't mean He's to ruin it. He's got extra no, bones. No, no. I didn't they help him hit it. ball far. They help him hit ball far, Dan. I can't imagine that an extra bone would help him hit the ball any further. Where well, could imagine, this bone be Dan. situated? Well, I can't really say that on the air, Dan. Oh. Oh, wow. But it helps right. him. That's all you need to know. All right, Tim, uh, I hate to ask you this question, but can you vouch for the idea that Bones McKinney has an extra bone? Yeah, he has an extra bone. 
You don't just get a nickname like Bones for no reason. He's not a hit show on the Fox Network, Dan. And He's a human man with an extra bone. And Bones swings, and this yeah. ball is hit high and deep. Yeah. This dead straightaway center field. Bones McKinney with a two-run go-ahead home run here in the fourth inning. Just as we're talking about what makes him special, he proves once and again that he is an exceptional young player. The score is now 6-5 to five with Socket Blackstone's in the fourth. I wouldn't be surprised if he hit that right to the doorstep of Swords and Swords down on Railroad Street. My goodness. Demolished. Sounds like he's challenging your pal to a duel. You cannot hit a normal ball that far. And frankly, if anyone's going to be challenged, it should be Bones McKinney, because with his extra bone, he is nigh invincible, Dan. Rumor has it that Bones McKinney will never die. Tim? Tim, are you still there? Tim, we have some fine scotch coming up in a few innings. If you wanted to pop up maybe the seventh inning, we could pour you a tumbler and reminisce about the old days. How does that sound, Timmy? Sounds good, guys. I, I don't recommend it, Tim. You've got enough to do down there, and you are stepping up to the plate. Are you sure don't, you don't want to end this interview right now? Nah, I'm good. All right. Well, thank you for staying with us, Tim. I sure hope you don't come join us for scotch during the game. I would love to share a drink after. Timmy, just come up. This might be the first in WON's history, and perhaps in the history of baseball on the radio, we have player manager Tim Carroll during an interview, during his at-bat right now as he prepares to face Cliff Fisher, and he swings and misses at the first pitch. It is 0-1 to Tim. That fish Cliffer really is tormenting our boys out there. Now, you have a rare opportunity here. Boom, do you have any advice for Tim in the batter's box? Anything you're seeing from your bird's eye view that's going to help him uh, against Fisher? Tim, all I can tell you is that fish Cliffer seems to be throwing exclusively sliders. So watch the motion. Here's Cliff Fisher, gets ready to deliver the pitch. It's a slider, and Tim hits it to deep. That's gone. Deep center field. This ball is going. It is back. Caught on the warning track. Tim Carroll flies out for the third out of the inning. Tim, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure talking to you. No problem. I'll see you guys in the seventh. That's the end of the fourth inning, folks. It is six to five when Socket Blackstone's here on opening day in the Professional League of Baseball. Welcome back to Woonsocket, Rhode Island, where the Woonsocket Blackstones are leading the Bay Area algorithms in opening day. The score is 6-5 to five in the top of the eighth inning. Stepping onto the mound for the first time this season for the Blackstones is reliever Yadiel Rosario. And Rosario, as we know, Dan, is a journeyman. Absolutely. He's been all around. He's been everywhere. He started his career as an apprentice in the Pitchers Guild. Back in the late 90s. Sort of an outdated practice, but one that Yadiel believes in and continues to swear by. It's true, Dan. There are a few purists left who still practice the age-old guild policies. Now, I'm hoping for Yadiel's sake that eventually he can make the transition from journeyman to guild master. In order to do so, Dan, he's really going to need to improve his changeup. Improve his changeup, and and I believe the threshold for, for a guild master is... 100 strikeouts in a row. I hear that this season, Rosario will be trotting out his new pitch. It's a throwback, Dan. What is it? Behind the back. An old guild trick. Wow. From the barn burning days when most of the boys were off at war. I gotta say, it sounds like he he almost would fit in well on the algorithms with an old trick like that. He really would, Dan, and I gotta be honest with you, the pitch is darn near impossible to execute without balking. 
Yeah, I can definitely see how that would be the case. Blake Matthews is stepping to the plate for the algorithms. Blake Matthews, of course, the shortstop. He's sort of a light-hitting shortstop. Didn't, didn't produce much last year. Hoping to improve this year. He's 0 for 2 on the day so far. Blake Matthews swings and he lines that one back up the middle for a base hit. That's a single. Looks like Yadiel Rosario is going to have to start a new strikeout streak here as Blake Matthews gets the single. Oh, and look at Rosario. He is devastated. Yeah, he's he seen... is shaking his fist skyward, cursing all those who have stood in his way. Kelly Blakely stepping in. You want to really get out ahead of these guys if you're going to be striking them out. Well, Dan, uh, Rosario may have a trick up his sleeve yet. I'm still waiting for him to whip out the behind-the-back pitch that I heard so much about this offseason. Yeah, just for the listeners at home, these have all been uh, normal. Standard. Standard, you know, over, overhand pitches from uh, Yadiel Rosario. As Kelly Blakely hits a ground ball to the left side, and it is through the hole into left field. Matthews goes around second base. He's headed to third. He slides in, beating Rolando Reyes' throw to third. And it is runners on the corners here, as the algorithms are in a good position to tie this game up with nobody out in the eighth. The algorithms live for runners on the corner, Dan. Specifically, runners on the corners. Runners on the corners. The advanced stats coming out of their organization are saying that runners on the corners gives you a 67.9% higher chance of scoring than runners in any other configuration, Dan. Very interesting. I guess you do have you do have a lot more freedom with the runner on first because they can, they can cause some trickery. And with the tricks that the algorithms like to pull here, uh, we might be in store for one as... Oh, I am actually seeing, speak of the devil, Lane Hackett heading out of the dugout now with the grounds crew. Oh, he's, Lane. He's convinced the grounds crew to head out there with him. They're raking around the infield during the middle of the inning. This this is not, this is certainly not I've never seen anything like it, Dan. But the umps are really enjoying they it. They're having a trouble. They are cracking up, Dan. Yeah, I, I mean, someone's someone's got to step in. I'm sorry, Boom. I don't mean to get, to get upset here, but they're out there. I mean, there's no reason to be... Do, raking the infield in the middle of the inning unless he's got a trick up his sleeve. Well, Dan, this is crew chief Brenneman's responsibility to step in and end this. And he's not doing it. He's over there. He's gesturing to the third base coach being like, hey, isn't this hilarious? And the third base coach is loving it too because it's his team. Why wouldn't he love it? This is what they're known for, the advanced stats and the advanced tricks. All right, they finally get the, the grounds crew off the field. But oh, Lane, but wait, Dan, you see that? You yeah, see? oh, Lane Hackett has left... He's left a rake directly in front of the mound, and Rosario doesn't see it. Yadiel Rosario lines oh, up for Yadiel. the pitch, delivers the pitch, and oh, oh he stepped on my it. My God, a rake right to the face, Dan. A rake to the face. Unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it in a baseball game. Dan, Obviously, these advanced stats have compromised the integrity of the sport. Poor Yadiel, they might have to pull him. He, I mean, he's trying to shake it off. He's rubbing between his his eyes, going owie, owie, owie. They brought some ice out. He, he waved it off. And he's ready to go here. All right. Jeez. I mean, I, I lost my place. What have we got? We've got runners on the corners still. Yadiel Rosario lines up to deliver the pitch to Parker Peterson, who lifts a high fly ball to left. But it's going to be caught by Rolando Reyes. Atta he boy, throws Roley. it into the infield. Oh, and his throw goes wild. He misses the cutoff, man. Oh. Bones McKinney. That ball goes skirting all the way back to the catcher, Sam Sklaris, to get it. And now we've got runners on second and third. Jeez, and would you look at that? It Looks like Sklar is starting to remove some items of clothing again, Dan. Oh, no, don't do it, Sam. Sam Sklar, yep, he appears to be removing just his uniform, not any of his pads. He's left those on. Oh, and, and is Dan, do you hear that? It looks like the uh, PA crew chief up in the booth has started. Sorry, the PA crew chief. That's right. Right. The PA chief has uh, begun blasting, I believe, in miracles. 
and it's just getting at Sam Sklar is being encouraged by this song. He is now dancing naked, wearing only his catcher's equipment. This this has become a farce. This entire eighth inning, I, I we got to get back on track here. This is a truly remarkable, Dan. What a way to start the season. And now he's squatting back there. The people behind the plate do sure have a view because Sklar never put his pants back on, but he's ready to catch, and the umpires... Two balls and one something, Dan. That's the count I'm seeing. Boom. Uh, please keep it. Remember the children that you reminded me of earlier. Dan, I have something to say to you. I will never forget the children. Great. Great, great. And now we're going to... Oh, it looks like Tim's going to have him put on the intentional walk so we can load the bases Attaboy, here. Timmy. That's the kind of strategy that wins ball games, Dan. It seems, you seem to be a fan of any outright strategy being put on during this game, Boom. And I'm a fan of Tim Carroll, and I'm a fan of Blackstone's legacy baseball. We have bases loaded here in the eighth inning, only up by one run. Still a chance to, to get this thing you saved. You have got to love it, Dan. This is why we watch. Matt Evans coming up to the plate. Oh, the heart of the order. The battery of Matt's. These mats know what they're doing. Matt Evans takes a strike on the inside corner of the and plate. Would you look at that, Dan? Matt Evans is still absolutely glistening with sweat. I have never seen a player that wet, Dan. Now, we mentioned it when he came up in the sixth inning where he was wet on his top half, dry down below. This time he appears to be full wet again, and you got to think something slippery is up his sleeve. And now with the man in the batter's box, the base is loaded in a one-run game. I think this is a good time for us to pause 10 seconds for station identification here on WOON, the Blackstones Radio Network. I've been trapped in this netherworld for over a year. It's populated by old, uh, decaying, human-like things, uh, which I've taken to calling Zeptods. Uh, they don't appear to see me. They talk to each other, screaming. I miss my family. I miss hearing normal human voices and music. Really anything but the screaming. Is anyone receiving these? And welcome back. Matt Evans has a 1-2 count here. Bases loaded. Yadiel Rosario, the journeyman, want-to-be pitcher's guild master on the mound. Could not be more exciting here on opening day. Here's the one-two pitch to Matt Evans. Swings, and it's a single up the middle. Oh, my goodness. Matthews scores. Blakely scores. Matt Evans slips on he first base. He just shot out of the batter's box like a wet cannonball, Dan. My goodness. It races all the way to first. Slips right over it, but it doesn't even matter. Two runs have scored as the algorithms have taken a one-run lead here in the eighth. Absolutely devastating, Dan. You got to think Rosario wishes he could take that one back. He is shaking his fist skyward, cursing the arcane guild knowledge that has failed him once again. Matt David stepping up to the plate. He is, once again, the very dry designated hitter for the algorithms. And he's up now with runners on the corners and only one out. Yadiel Rosario really needs to pick it up here. Here's the pitch to Matt Davids, and he lifts a high fly ball deep to left center field. This could is be trouble, Ray Dan. Is going to get there? He does get there. He pulls it in for out number two. But Maverick Cameron crosses the plate to make it an eight to six game here in the eighth inning. Yadiel Rosario has not only coughed up the lead, but has dug a two-run hole for the Blackstones. Seems like he should go back to his apprenticeship, Dan. Okay, we're, it's only one game here, Boom. Let's, let's well, practice I'm sorry, Dan, patience. but I cannot watch these boys go down with another losing season like last year. Wow, I really? just can't, Dan. I maybe it's the scotch talking that I had last inning, but oh, I just boy. cannot yeah. begin to imagine 
watching another season of Blackstone's baseball marred by defeat after defeat, Dan. How many times do I have to go through this? Right, can we someone please take the, take the scotch? It does seem like when you drink, you get a little bit morose, as we found here in the eighth. I don't turn to the bottle, but the bottle seems to turn to me. I attract alcohol like some sort of booze magnet, Dan. It's not my fault. It's in my jeans. By that, I mean I have a flask in my jeans. Oh, yes. And yes. these jeans are from the Big Lot store outside of town. I got them for a great price. And just to assure the listeners at home, I, I am wearing a suit here in the booth. Now, Matt it's Michaels... Casual Mondays... Matt Michaels stepping into the batter's box. Yadiel Rosario has a chance to actually finally get out of this inning, get back into the dugout, and regroup for the ninth. Would you look at this, Dan? Lane Hackett is up to his old advanced sabermetric oh, tricks no. again. What? Oh, boy. He's got a laser pointer, and he is flashing it, distracting the entire infield like they're a group of surly kittens. And the infielders are, they're running around in circles, swatting at the air around them. They don't know what the issue is. They just know that they're being driven mad by some sort of little red dot. This is absolutely embarrassing. You've got to hope, because Yadiel Rosario isn't noticing this, you've got to hope they don't put this on the ground in the infield. Here's the pitch to Matt Michaels. Yadiel goes behind the back. He Look at that. He's behind the back pitch, lined into left field, and that is cut. Rolando Reyes with another big catch. Wow, the infield completely distracted. Matt Michaels hits the ball to the wrong place. And Rolando Reyes with a spectacular grab, Dan. I don't know if it's too early to be putting him in the conversation for a silver mitt award this season. It absolutely is too early. But Yadiel look at that Rosario. grab, Dan. It was an amazing grab, and Yadiel Rosario with the behind-the-back pitch. We're going to be talking about that one for years to come. Truly remarkable stuff from the journeyman Yadiel Rosario. Sorry, Dan, I forgot his name for a second. I know. I noticed. That's why I filled in for you. To me, he became the journeyman with a capital J, a sort of a time-traveling archetype of a pitcher without Which... any uh, particular identity. In order to learn how to pitch, he first had to learn how to steal. He lived among the criminal element in Malaysia for nearly a decade, learning how to subsist on nothing but that which he could take for himself. All right. Well, we'll be right back on WON, the Blackstones Radio Network. Here we are in the bottom of the ninth. Doug Parker is on the mound for the algorithms. He has struck out the first two batters this inning. He is a flamethrower, Dan. And look at Dookie up here. He looks fantastic, doesn't he? He is just looking younger and younger each year with all of his sort of new age health philosophies that he picked up a couple of years ago. Nathan Duquette, as he takes strike one, I mean, he, he looks fantastic. He, he looks well-rested, and he's absolutely picked up his game in the last two years. Now, uh, Dookie actually was kind enough to bring me into his uh, home in the offseason so I could check out some of his new technologies. It's Dookie truly takes remarkable. a ball up high here in the bottom of the ninth with two outs. The Blackstone's trailing by two. Dookie will sleep nearly every night in a vampire's coffin that he purchased oh. at an eBay auction for the exorbitant price of $87,000. It was a prop in the 1994 film The Vampire Diary starring Brad Pitt. Dookie has been sleeping in it, surrounded by dry ice and uh, noxious fumes that give him wild fantasies of on-field success while also rejuvenating and regenerating his weary muscles, Dan. It's truly remarkable. Dookie swings and misses at a low slider here from Doug Parker. 
Isn't it remarkable, Dan? I mean, the lengths that these guys will go to to preserve their bodies and worship the occult. It never ceases to amaze me. If it's making you money, uh, I can't say he's doing the wrong thing, though I myself might not take that particular approach. Well, Dan, you always have held an irrational fear of the vampiric. All right, boom, we've we've talked about this. I, I don't necessarily fear them. I, I just don't believe in you them. You respect and them. I, I wouldn't... S- I wouldn't say I feel anything about them, but you often bring up vampires and accuse me of being afraid. And I just want to say, I'm not necessarily afraid of vampires. Ball three, we've got a full count Come on, Dookie. I mean, these algorithms, they play an interesting brand of baseball, Dan. It's not what I would do, but they are beating us, so what can I say? They are winning, and the Blackstones are down to their last strike. Doug Parker delivers the pitch. It is swinging strike three. Nathan Duquette strikes Dookie, out. Dookie, you beautiful idiot. Day. He's had an 0 for 4 day, and the Blackstones lose opening day of the 2018 season. Here we go again, Dan. Another 162-game slog of defeat. Well, that is not the way to uh, bring in more listeners, but... Dan, I love the Blackstones, and I would die for this organization. But I cannot bear to see us lose and lose and lose and lose. Well, for Boom's sake and for the fans' sake, I hope this season turns around, which it has plenty of time to do. We've got another game here tomorrow night against these here algorithms, so please tune in. Boom, it's been a pleasure. I'm happy to be back at work with you. Remember, folks, if you're coming out to the game tomorrow, it's gas mask night here at the park, and you will have to return those on your way out of the stadium. For W-O-O-N in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, I am Dan Santarillo. And I'm Boom Donaldson. We'll see you next time. Blackstone's Radio is produced and edited by Martin Nolan, starring Matt Stofsky as Boom Donaldson and Martin Nolan as Dan Santarillo, featuring Tim Carroll as Tim Carroll. Zach Cohn as the Chevy guy, Heather Potts as real person in a Chevy ad, and Clay Grable as the station identifier. Executive producer and credits read by Dana Pellerin. Logo by Rose Milgram. Theme song by Kevin Flynn. Special thanks to Jack Nolan, Nathan Duquette, Sam Sklar, Nolan Arenado, and baseball.